0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everyone? Good morning. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It is episode 361, January 10th. 2023 sounds weird just saying it but uh here we are uh I'm excited for today's show i want to bring this guy on uh his name is mitchell messenbrink and uh he's actually just made some big news gonna be entering the transfer portal but mitchell welcome to the show how you doing
1: hey thanks for having me on
0: yeah absolutely um so you know i want to get to um the current news and everything else but i want to like go back and I, I you know i know your story from afar a little bit but i kind of want to i want to learn it better and it's you know i know that your your dad i know what he coaches with he's been a coach your whole life probably so coming up what was your introduction to wrestling like w- from your perspective of being around it however much you were and um it, we'll start with that even before maybe you started doing it yourself
1: yeah so um, my dad coached at Arrowhead high school. Uh, that's where me and Keegan came from. And then also Ben and max. So, um, uh, my early, uh, years were kind of involved with like max, I think Ben had already graduated before, like right when I was born, but then I was really young when like max was in high school. Um, so I got to be kind of right in like the introduction around there. Um, and so wrestling obviously was just, through my whole life, like through when I was young, it was just kind of like opened up to me right there. Um, I have no complaints. I love it obviously. And then, um, but yeah, so that was kind of like the introduction right there. And then uh, we also, we always got to go to like NCAAs with Ben and Max uh, competing at that. And then, um, this, the stuff that I could like start remembering was like, '08 when like Ben was going to the Olympics and my dad brought me out to one of the training camps in Colorado. Um, like some of the guys there, I think were like Woodley and then, uh, Michael Chandler and stuff like that. So like old guys from Mizzou and stuff, but you'd probably remember that around that yeah. time. And so that was, that was, um, that was really cool and like cool to be a part of. And I can look back at pictures and stuff like that. And uh, seeing that was really cool, and then yeah, AWA got made in '11, so it was not too long after that, and then that's kind of the beginning of my wrestling career.
0: Okay, and so uh, I, how I guess how old were you at that time when when the club just got started and it was the beginning of your career?
1: Yeah, so um, I started wrestling when I was five, so that was still at Arrowhead, like there was Arrowhead Kids Club that was like in '08, but then. Uh, I would be eight when um AWA started. So that's how old I was then.
0: Sure. What was uh what was the club like before you went to AWA? Was it like pretty organized? Was it a bunch of dads? Was it some real wrestling coaches somewhere in between?
1: Um, so you're talking about Arrowhead, the Arrowhead Wrestling Club yeah. or Oh yeah, I guess a- it was
0: Arrowhead. So your dad was the coach there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah, so that was kinda like the like original AWA a little yeah, bit and so, um that was at least for me. Um that was like through the high school and whatnot, and you'd have the wrestlers that would come back and then you had Ben do the do clinics in the summer and stuff like that. Um, but early on AWA, uh Ben was really getting into his fighting career then. So it was kind of like he was off a lot. I remember that, at least at the Heartland Academy. Yeah. So at that time there's only two. So Max was out in New York and then Heartland um here in Wisconsin, Southeast Wisconsin um ben was off a lot doing his mma stuff training or um traveling for fights and in bellator this was right around that time he was in bellator and um it'd have to be like my dad coaching and i remember it was like it you'd go from school in the morning and then after school you'd probably like do a little workout and then at night they were actually really late the practices were like 7 30 to 9 so that was the one thing i do remember when i was like eight i was staying up till like 10 which is like kind of weird for an eight-year-old to be staying up that late but like that was kind of funny because i was like it's um it was like really wrestling focused and it was like i mean he's going to practice so it's not like he's like up late dinking around you know
0: yeah so were you going you were you were doing all this practice until until uh nine o'clock
1: um, there might, there might've been a little break in there. I only yeah. remember the, the late nights. There was probably a little, little break there to do some homework, chill a little bit, maybe take a nap or something and then get to practice there. I think yeah. that was like Monday, through Thursday, I think.
0: And did you like that? Did you ever feel run, you know, like, uh, it's dragging kind of, kind of feelings.
1: Um, no, I, I don't think I was like burnt out because we never really did like, every weekend competitions and stuff. So it was more like just liking it, like enjoying practice, enjoying technique. Um, It was never like go and like battle and like uh, brawl on the weekends, every single weekend. Like I know a lot of youth like do that then, and they still do it now. So Mm -hmm. like, it was never like that. Um, So like, I really got to enjoy it and stuff like that. So I never felt like it was, it was a, a, a burden to my wrestling.
0: Sure. Um, you mentioned like developing technique, like i guess how do you develop technique? It's a pretty broad question today uh maybe maybe from from when you were younger and and how how has it evolved
1: yeah, so um obviously wrestling technique like uh watching wrestling is big um taking stealing and 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 evolving it from what it's gonna how it's gonna fit into my um arsenal and stuff like that that's always been big for me um a big skill that I think my my dad helped me develop like actually enjoying it like I was telling you that I went to NCAAs like I think I've been to like eight or nine NCAAs and I'm only like 19 so I've I've (sighs) been to a lot of them yeah and so um like just enjoying it watching wrestling Um, I think breaking down film and watching it and knowing what that guy's doing and then going out and being able to hit it is a like gigantic skill. And I think I have had some like um, not altercations, but arguments with some guys when we're like watching film and they'll be like, no, this is what this guy did. And it's like, "Whoa, that's way off. So like kind of being good at watching technique and understanding what guys are doing. um, That's one way I think um, AWA is very, um, technically focused. And like I was saying, it wasn't like brawling since I was a little kid. So that's helped me, uh, really enjoy it and be kind of skillful and technical there. Um, having a skill for it not just being able to just be kind of mentally tough and tough and just being able to go hard. Um, and then that's kind of just all the way up till, um, my age now it's just been technique has been, has been really huge. And I think, um, at least at the heartland academy having my dad and ben both of them mesh together like really well with technique and i can um take more of that like um maybe attacks and stuff and things like that um from my dad and watching other film and then the scrambling from ben um and then using that as an offense so i'm always on offense is is great
0: sure all these things you're describing are, are really cool. And I, and I just, he, you know, I knew these things, but hearing you talk about like growing up, like when Max was in high school and, and being around this, when your dad and Ben and, and all that, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Like how much do you think about wrestling when you're not at practice or otherwise, ta- you know, in doing something actually wrestling? yeah and specifically, um, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about those think scenarios you just described?
1: Yeah, so that's funny. you brought that up because I think maybe like a week ago, Ben does those mental Mondays and on the Sundays when all the high school guys come together, he gives us the lowdown and he was actually just talking about that. Uh, Aiden Sinclair like asked a question about like 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 thinking about it and if that does anything, right. And Ben was like being able to um think about it all the time actually grows your skill level for wrestling. And so when that kind of like, when he told us that and is like, all right, being obsessed and addicted to this and thinking about it every single second is not a bad, bad thing. So like to answer your question, uh, I think about wrestling all, all the time. And um, especially lately, like develop going into the senior level and realizing that there's going to be a, a jump that I'm going to have to make. Um, it's been kind of like thinking about it always nonstop. Um, and then what am I like pertaining to what I'm thinking about? Um, guys that I want to (laughs) crush and how I'm going to do it, uh, style matchups, things like that, uh, technique, um, you know, attacks that I can get to, um, and then probably planning workouts is like the kind of the list there of, of what I think about
0: wow that's like pretty pretty detailed yeah yeah <laughs> obsessive i love it uh okay let's let's kind of get to somewhat to today like you know you you had you know uh fat fantastic you're a high high level recruit right could had a lot of options you ended up going to cal baptist um what was the decision behind going there first of all and 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 yeah
1: yeah so um i actually it was kind of funny, like before, uh, last, so like a year ago in August. So what would that be? That'd be 21. Um, that was when I committed. Uh, and that was kind of before, like, personally, I thought that like, I had really made a big jump. Um, that was, I I didn't place that Fargo in 21. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. Uh, and so I was like, you know, they're, they're giving me uh, kind of everything that I need. Um, it looks to be a good place. I like the warm weather, so I'm going to, uh, choose to go there. And then kind of, it was like that obsession, the rage to master. I kind of like got into that in like September after like losing, I was like, I'm really sick of losing and not having it click. Right. And I don't want to be like the guy that works hard and doesn't really have the outcome that he wants, even though the process is better than that. But you know we do this because we want some uh, rewards too, and so the rewards weren't clicking. And so through the the fall, I lost again at Super Thirty Two and got like seventh. And then um, then it was really like, all right, game on. After those two competitions of Fargo and Super Thirty Two, and I was still committed to CBU. And then finally, like through the high school season, and after that, I went to Journeyman and had a really good tournament there. And then I went to the open and then it was the trials. And then that was like to make the team. And then obviously Pan Ams and Worlds and stuff like that. So I, I think that it was kind of a, a, a change in level of my wrestling. Um, and um, yeah, so it was, I, I went in there and it was kind of things that I had done right to, to um, get to that level. Were different than when I had committed at CBU, so just kind of the whole thinking and the mantra of myself was just kind of, um, it was different. It was different at the time, and and like you're saying, the obsession was was different then. Um, and this just this past August, a, a year later, right um, in 21, I didn't even play at Fargo, and in August 21, I was competing on the world level. So like. Way dr- uh, drastically
0: different things. And was there so- a, was there like a moment that, that that like you you made a jump because I'm hearing what you're saying and it's like you almost became not a new person but like uh, you found this obsession you 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 had this mantra. Was there like a moment where something happened or was it just like over these couple months some kind of change occurred?
1: Are you there? Yeah. Did you hear me? All right. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying, is, was there
0: a moment? A, 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 a moment, moment. yeah, because I'm hearing you say, like, this change, this big, seems like this drastic change happened and this mantra and this, like, obs- you know, obsession. Did it happen quickly or or less quickly, but still over a short period of time? Was it, like, a moment or a little kind of, like, something else?
1: Yeah, I think I think everything um, like with the technique we were talking about since I was like eight and stuff like that. I think I had done it right. And and it's cool to see the youth guys at AWA now what we're focusing on to get them to the point that like that um, this this class and, and my class, Keegan's class and like you know, Mako, you have Keck Eisen, and then you have like Aiden. So we have that that solid group there, like how to get to there. I think we are doing it right in the aspect of setting up yourself so that when you do taste success, that you can have it, like you can prolong success, right? So it's not just like a quick little, oh man, I won when I was, you know, at some diaper nationals or something like that when you're a little kid, you know? So making it when it's at the time that it it matters and, and having everything kind of come together. And I think I had been doing the right things and then kind of that obsession kicked in where it was like, I want to do this for two hours. I want to do this twice a day. I want to do these things because I really, really uh, want these things to pay off. I think everything was kind of leading up to it. And then my attention to detail was kind of that, The attention to detail when i was in practice i was focused that was kind of the the the
0: switch there i think okay and um so really but so so all this happened after you signed or committed right or 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 at least it kicked up another gear
1: I, i mean i would say so i would say um, cause that even I was taking my visits throughout that Fargo period and, and before then, um, and, and like we were saying that, that little switch just kind of clicked on in in September, I still lost in super 32. So like you were saying, is it quick? Um, obviously, uh, like we were saying for the prolonged success, I don't think it's going to be quick. Um, in no way that, I mean, I had been wrestling, I have been wrestling for 14 years in that time it was 13. So it was like, yeah. obviously, it's going to take a while, but it's just those right things clicking together. I think were were huge. And so right when that clicked, it was a little bit after I had signed.
0: Sure. And I guess ultimately why, why were you deciding to, to enter the transfer portal?
1: Um, so I said it in that, in that video and, uh, I kind of just said it right here. It was just, it was not, um, what I had expected and kind of, um, it it just wasn't the right fit for me. And that new kind of, that new thinking that I had developed in that past year that did get me to that world level and that I'm ready um, for it to take me to the senior level as well.
0: Yeah, and and I watched that video and and I heard heard a lot about your your freestyle plans. I think think is great and the way you're thinking like, as as far as NCAA, um, whether or not you care to share, do you have any ideas of, hey, maybe a top five or uh, a handful of different places you might wanna go? So right now, like, I mean,
1: technically I'm not in the portal. So like to hear everybody that um, is wanting to give me um, like a visit or for me to take a visit, right? Like, I don't really know those things yet yeah. um, that, I mean, that's still like two months away. And so it's a little, it's a little while um, to just narrow down a, a list. Cause right now it'd be all just off of like verbal off of what people are saying. And, and I can't, they can't even talk to me. Yeah. So no one's talked to me yet. Um, obviously they can, you know, there's like, there's lots of like loopholes, but they can't directly talk to me. So hearing it, um, like for me, for myself hearing that, I haven't heard anything yet. So obviously I can't really break down a list yet. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm excited for the, um, it's kind of a, it's a redo. And so I'm going to, you know, make it count for sure.
0: What excites you more? Uh, you know, th- thinking of NCAA wrestling and, and and trying to be as successful as you can there, or thinking about freestyle and then the same?
1: Um, I think I think freestyle for a couple of things. I think because how much longer you can go. Obviously, you there's no time limit there. Yeah. Um, um, I really like wrestling the foreigners that i love that a lot and then also freestyle for me has always been like a weird like mental kind of like like uh shift like after the high school season's done now here comes the fun time and so like i really want to try to keep that for folk style wrestling and kind of use that but like when it's time to go freestyle like I don't know why. I don't know if it's maybe because it's more like high risk. There's, you know, the the situations and the four and the, you know, you turn 90 and you break 90, it's two and stuff like that. Like it's a lot more risk involved. Maybe it's that. Um, And I I don't know. I I really, when it was freestyle time, it was, it was the best time. And so I'm, I, I get really excited. And now that I'm doing that now um, I'm, I feel really lucky because it's kind of like everything that I've ever wanted um, to be able to compete uh, kind of in the winter months and do it, I kind of get to do it all year for this 2022, 2023 year.
0: Is there any scenario where you forego wrestling in college?
1: Um, I think back in September, October, I was possibly thinking about that. Um, But now that I can see my my options and see that there are places that um, can fit for me um, college-wise, NCAA, um, I think it would be a value to do that. And and the amount of people that I've talked to and talked to people that have foregone college and just uh, disregarded it and just went to freestyle, um, I think talking to them and talking to other people and talking to the people around me, I think there are, there is value in the NCAA wrestling, um, and how good it can, um, you know, make you and add to your style. So I think it would be not the best idea to forego it, um, and just disregard it. But
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so you said, you know, I'm not going to really know, Hear what people say about different schools and this and that. I won't know the right fit for me until I get there and meet, you know, field out, which I totally get. Describe the right fit for you. What team? You know, not not a name, but what are the things of a team and the characteristics of a program that are the right fit for you? Coaches, whatever.
1: Yeah. So, um, I think the bit one of the biggest things, and I. We, I mean, you can see from what I just told you, my background is, <laughs> is uh, a technical, right, aspect. And, and not just when you, like, I feel like a lot of colleges, when you get there, you, you spend five years there and you might be the same exact wrestler that you came in as. And there's no development there. And I really, really want to find a place that um, not just wants to go live every day but wants to enjoy it. Right. Wants to enjoy that process of getting better um, upgrading your vault in, in, in your arsenal and really loving it for um, the aspect that I love it for, which is the technical aspect and actually getting better at wrestling. Right. There's everybody at this point, everybody's tough. Everybody can wrestle hard. Um, I'm not saying you can't do it at all. Right. But I think, Being smart and putting in those days right where it's like a Tuesday and a Friday match day or you wrestle twice a week live or something like that. Um, I'm not saying that I'm like scared to go live. I love live actually. Live is really is one of my favorite, but it can only take you so far. And that technical aspect is is a must. It's a necessity. And I think it's a key to the next level. And I want to find a place that um, values that as much as I do.
0: Well said. Coaches take note. Um, that, that technical aspect, right? Not, not just going live. Um, what is like, specifically, what is that? Is that a play wrestling? Is that sparring? Is that like a lot of just reps and drilling, um, for you? Yes. So I just, I just cut out. I was, you sure. That's the second time. That's all right. Um, Like you you talk about this technical and I'm not going live, which is great, but you're not like, uh, being as efficient with your time. Right. I guess. What's the, how do you maximize your time and be efficient with your technical development?
1: Uh, yeah. So lately I've been like, now that I'm back and I kind of have access to tons of people to wrestle. Um, and I can do it multiple times a day. Um, I've I've become like really obsessive. Like I feel like I'm not doing enough. So like I've been doing like maybe two a day technique, right? And then um scoping out partners um like once, twice, three times a week that I can go harder with. Um how that I can grow technically is just like that was your question, right?
0: I love all of it. You. You just right, go. Yeah. Okay. You answered right, it right, more. Um, this is perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I think, uh, being at AWA, it's, it's perfect and it's a perfect environment to grow technically. Um, and that now that's instilled in me, I can take that other places. Um, I'm actually going to the OTC tomorrow, um, 11th through the 21st. So I, 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 that France, I, I can't go to France cause I would have had done it alone and I don't really want to travel to a foreign yeah. country alone. Um, and then I'm gonna go to there. So I'm gonna that that technique wise, like I think it's really like soaking it up and being a sponge and having that beginner's mindset. Like people talk about like Dave Schultz, and I know like Colat, where like when Colat was young, like Dave Schultz was listening to Colat and stuff like that, like always listening and taking. Um I mentioned stealing, right? Stealing people's technique and adding it into mine. Um and helping me evolve. Um, anywhere I go, I'm going to try to take people's technique, what they tell me, and things that they teach me. Um, and I can do that day to day, and then I can also plug it directly into my wrestling through those, um, those technique drilling sessions that I do twice, once or twice a day, um, throughout the week.
0: Can you point to a person who you stole a technical thing from, like, not anybody, at AWA? Not anybody that you see on any kind of regularity, but maybe somebody you ran into once in a while. Maybe it was a foreigner you wrestled. I don't know, something where you are like that. And, you, and you're like, this is one thing that I'm, I need to pull in and figure out and add to my repertoire.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's hundreds. Um,
0: <laughs> one, that um, one that was impactful. One that was impactful.
1: Probably Sitikov. I mean, still the things that I'm still taking from him today and adding into my wrestling. And it's kind of funny because... Hopefully I'll get to wrestle him now that I'm 74 K, uh KG. Um, that'd be freaking sweet. But um I like I like taking from him a lot. I I really like watching him. It just stinks that it's like I I can't find many matches. I even was talking to uh uh Yanni and he was like yeah, you got to, like, find their names in Russian and then type them into YouTube. And even when I do that, I can't find many matches, which kind of stinks. But um, the ones that I do, you can bet that I I definitely steal stuff from.
0: Um, You talked about, like, what's your relationship like with Diani? I know he's a wrestling nerd. He's obsessed, right? It, you guys sound like you have similar personalities and interests, at least as far as wrestling goes. You guys talk wrestling and trade videos. not trade videos, but whatever. Share yeah. links.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um. So it was, he, he actually came out to, um, California for a little bit. Um, and, um, he was, he was out there and I had, I had, uh, I had heard it and, and, um, I was like, they actually asked someone, I think it was one of my coaches at CBU if I had wanted to wrestle. And I was like, sure and so we wrestled like monday and tuesday and i kind of got to meet uh pirelli frank yeah Frank for at the spartan rtc and so that was great and i got to meet uh gwiz and stuff like that and it was great and then that was like two weeks before the bill farrell and they told me that after the bill farrell uh they were going to have the ukrainian national team up there and if i had wanted to come train with them at the ukrainian national team Uh, with the new Ukrainian national team in the Spartan RTC, I could, if I wanted to. Um, And I was like, sure, that'd be sweet. And so, um, yeah. And so that's kind of how I got to meet them a little bit. Um, I knew Vince from uh, he was on the team, Cornella. um, And so he was on the team this summer. He was my roommate at Pan Ams and stuff. So already kind of knowing some of the people at Cornell and then um, being able to like, kind of, he didn't really like introduce me, but kind of knowing those two guys at Cornell was kind of nice. And then now me and Yanni kind of not, we don't like talk all the time. That was just kind of like when we were together at those, at those yeah. two locations, it was kind of like, it was really fun to take from him and kind of talk like you're saying about the foreigners and the love for wrestling and stuff like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Shared, shared interests for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, what was the experience like with the Ukrainian team?
1: Yes. So that was, that was really sweet. Um, there, it was, it was kind of interesting, like being, you know, the dialogue, not being able to the dialect, not having the same language and stuff like that. And that gap there, um, it was cool though, because obviously they, that's the, that's their job. And so it's like, you're kind of living my dream right now. Cause you're, you're like, you're getting to travel the world and do freestyle. And it's like, that's what you do. Um, that was really cool. And kind of like seeing how young some of the guys were and they're on that, they're trying to make that senior level. Um, that was probably the coolest thing for me, like that I can do that too. And that, that Bill Farrell and, um, that whole week was like really big for me. Cause like, I can do this on the senior level if I want. And then also, um, those guys are kind of a, a uh, uh, a testament to that.
0: Do you plan on wrestling mostly senior level? Do you plan on wrestling? Just because you're 19, right? You could go U twenties.
1: Yeah, so I, I kind of want to do both. Um, I I think it'll like at mostly the same tournaments? be. Would you say
0: like both in one tournament at or?
1: Oh no 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 okay no no. no. But okay. the, the nice thing is, is that they're they're you're usually different. Yeah. So like, I think if it, it'll be like U twenty or senior, I'll probably pick senior. Okay. But. Um, I think they're all different. So, like, obviously the Open, I'm going to go U-20 and try to do that weight class. But my medal qualified me for the the trials for a senior. And so I think those are on different weekends as well for the U-20 and the senior. So I'll probably go to try to do the senior if I'm not mistaken, I I think. Um, And then I'll I'll try to do the U-22, but not U-22, but U-20 as as well. Well.
0: (laughs) sure yeah. um so you're you're basically putting yourself in the mind, mind mindset of like i'm at the senior level and i'm also competing in the 20s is that fair is that what you're kind of trying to do right now
1: yeah and i think i i think it'll make me into a beast i really do kind of i like those we were talking about the russians and sidakov and like sadjulia like that dude was competing how, I don't even know how old he was. No one really knows, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So like he was on the scene when he was really young. So like, I kinda, um, I've always taken, um, I was, I've always looked at them in a, in a, in a good light. And I'm like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to do that too.
0: What uh do you like, do you watch wrestling? Like like what do you like oh the this tournament's coming up. If you're not going to be wrestling in it, whether it's college or I'm I'm thinking more international kind of cuz I can, I know you're you're really aiming. Um do do you are you like watch it whether it's as a fan or a uh you know, studying? We'll um, catch up later. So
1: so, like we said, just like with the with the um the videos, the videos are really tough to come to come across on um but I do really like watching my my favorite is the the foreigners watching them how much how high pace it is and exciting that that's what I love the most is when it's exciting. I don't want it to just be boring, and that's kind of how I wrestle too is trying to be exciting, going to get it, always shooting, always trying to um you know make it a match and not just like a little chess game. Um, And in some aspect, it's always going to be a chess game, but um, yeah, I, I I like, I like to do that a lot, but like we said, there's not many ways.
0: What do you mean? Many ways? What frozen? It's the third time. Come back to me. Come back. All right. Oh boy! So, man, this is an awesome conversation. I'm re- really enjoying sitting here talking with with Mitchell messenbrink All right, Mitchell. Yeah, uh, I'm were sorry we? about that. No, that's it's not nobody's fault. It's your fault. The internet. Um, I don't even know where we are. We're we're talking about watching foreigners wrestle, and and yeah. your love and obsession. Um, do you have any favorites aside from, as you said, Sitikov? Not favorites, um, but you know, favorites to watch.
1: I I really like the Russians, uh, that Kazimogomerov. I really like watching a lot. Um, Burroughs. I really like watching a lot. Um, Yanni. I like watching a lot. I like watching guys that are exciting. That's, that's really the big one. I like watching Sajulayev too.
0: Sure. Um, you said you can't, you can't go to France, but what, what is kind of your plan? Are you going to hit up any international tournaments?
1: Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a good amount that I can go to. I know there's one in Cuba um in the middle of february and i'll probably go into that um and then i get to a pick i get to pick for from a wide variety there's a couple in turkey there's one back in bulgaria there's one in estonia um and then i there might be one in austria but there's there's a there's a good amount of them and i'm i'm really excited to go to those or pick pick a couple to go to
0: yeah yeah um Kind of kind of a similar question as before, but like wrestling foreigners, what what have you learned about the way you have to wrestle them, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah. Um finishes have to be money. And I um that was kind of the the Achilles heel for me in the finals at Worlds. Um I was shooting below the leg and that's how he kept dead legging me there. Um he kept dead legging me and I just I couldn't score. Um, and so that was huge wrestling. Um, there was an Armenian, the one at, uh, he's ranked fifth in the world, right under Zane at 70 kg in Armenian. I wrestled that, uh, the bill Farrell and it was the same thing there. Um, and then I'm Gant and to go for third, I lost to Gant trying to finish. It was the finishes need to be money. And I've been like we talk about obsession, I've been obsessed with that and and finishing that, and I can I feel like I can get to their leg. I can always get to all three of those guys I just mentioned. I got to their leg, but I just need to be able to finish. um and I think that's kind of the thing. They're very, very savvy in those finishing um areas and not letting you finish and that's kind of where I've been stealing stuff for my own stuff, uh my defense, but then also making sure my offense is on point.
0: So when you're when you're working on these finishes, I don't want to get like technical now. Like, are you saying, hey, to whoever your partner is, this is what he was doing? Do that to me, and then I need to, or I need to prevent that from, from even getting there.
1: Um. So obviously, people with that capacity, like that's like really high level uh, wrestling capacity. Being guys being able to do that, and so that might be like a Ben or like maybe those elite high schoolers that I was kind of saying, or maybe some of the college guys yeah. or um like that, that's gotta be like a high level that like, Hey, you got to do this when I'm here. Um, Other than that though, like when I'm drilling, like I'm telling you these like w- technique sessions daily, every shot I take can be above the knee and like really focusing on that. And that's some of the stuff that I think about constantly. And I think kind of like what we were talking about where, thinking about it constantly can make you level up in a sense. Um, I, I think that that's important. And me thinking daily hundreds of times a day above the knee, above the knee and, and, and finish clean is going to be big when I get into those technique sessions and then try to hit that. And um, it's going to happen. And I think that's just kind of like working it, working it up, getting better at the technique. And then when, when it's like live time, one of those days in the week, then that's when I try to use it and see how it's coming along.
0: Was this obsessive nature of yours? Like, I know we talked about this, like, kind of shift that happened between the time you signed and like, have you always been this obsessive? You, you know, when you were going to practice till nine o'clock at night and you were a little kid, were you, were you this obsessed with wrestling? And say, how did you get to where you are?
1: Yeah, I think it was like a part of my life for sure. Not a part of it, but like, it was kind of my life. Like it was, you know, that's what I do and that's why I'm different than everybody um, at school and whatnot. And just kind of like that. But um, like I said, I think that the, that last year um, last year in 2021 was that kind of that switch where it was like, I kind of need to have this rage to master um, and love it and be obsessed with it. Um, that's kind of that, that switch that needed to happen. If I wanted to be, be, you know, if I want to be great, I need to make that switch and I need to remain at it and stay consistent at it. Um, I'm excited to take, um, my work habits to that senior level where I know that some guys might not be operating at.
0: And because of, I understand you're like obsession and meticulous nature, like, are you mapping ahead? Are you thinking about 24, 28, maybe 32? Are you th- do you think like that Olympic cycle wise?
1: Yeah. So that that's like, that's one of the things why I think I've loved freestyle so much is I didn't do that. So when you think about folk style seasons, what's like everybody thinking about, right? It's, it's like nationals. Yeah. It's It's state titles, right? Yeah. It's always at the end. And everybody gets like, we talk about obsessiveness. People get so consumed with that, that it's like make or break. And if they don't get this, it's they're, they're, they're going to die. And it's, Oh my gosh, like, like that's not reality though. And so I don't really take, I don't do that. Um, because right. I've been talking about process. The process is, is going to outweigh the outcome. This time you're going to spend on the mat is going to be minuscule compared to the time that I'm going to be spending in the room. So, um, I take it, at, at, you know, like a month at a time. It's like, okay, I'm training for Cuba right now. All right, that's the next thing. All right, then it's going to be one of those tournaments that I talk to. All right, then it's then. All right, then I'm going to talk, talk uh, talking about the uh, technical and, and uh, stamina, things that I'm, requirements that I'm going to need for the open. And then it's going to be the trials, right? So really like thinking in, in the short term and not being like, oh man, if I don't make the Olympics next year or what? Yeah. Next year now, then it's going to be, oh man, I got to wait till 28. Right. I'm not, I'm not really like thinking like that because I think that's really, um, anxiety. That's an anxiety stricken path there that it's like, oh man, I need to make wait another four years. It's not, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do in those four years. I mean, (laughs) we just talked about how many competitions there are in each month. So like, there's a lot that I can be focused on in these times. And, if, and I think people get caught up off oh, four years. I got, I got some time, right, man. I'm, I'm just.
0: You lose me. I got you. Now I lost you. This is, this is, this is, this is a, a trend. We'll get them back one more time.
1: Yeah, here I'm, I'm back. I'm sorry. It's I was just good. saying that, um, I'm just thinking about today, right? I'm thinking about how many workouts I got today and how obsessed I need to be and what the things that I need to work on today. That's just what I was going to finish on with that.
0: Okay. Well, well, how many workouts are there today and, and what are you working on today? You don't mind me asking.
1: Um. So today I'm wrestling with Aiden um, and uh, that this will be probably one of my harder days um, and so there won't have to be two. Um, yesterday I actually wrestled three times so that was, like, technical, big day, little live. And then today will be a bigger day to wrestle live, um, get a bigger body like Aiden. Aiden's getting pretty big. So, um, you know, get get better in there. That's kind of the agenda for today.
0: Yeah. Are you, like, putting your workouts together? Are you talking with your dad and or Ben or, or teammates? How, how's that going?
1: All three. Um, <laughs> so... um. It's funny, this obsessive nature has been a, a, a talking point. Um, like I just I just started bringing it up to Ben and I have brought it up to my dad before. It's like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. And they're both like, okay, that's weird. Like, like you got to, yeah. you're doing enough, right? And um, I think it's just the levels. Like you're, we were talking about looking so far ahead. Um, I see where I want to be and I know that I need to do a lot to get there. And so that's why I get that like obsessive, like I need to do more today. Um, but planning out the week, planning out the day um, goes, it kind of gets run through everyone.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. It's Pretty good yeah. situation to be in.
1: Very good. Very good.
0: <laughs> What's, uh, and maybe you mentioned it, What what is the very next time you will see you, will see you compete?
1: Uh, I think it's the it's either the twenty or the twenty first in Cuba okay. February.
0: All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um what weight class?
1: Seventy four.
0: What was the last time you competed? Free held Feral. Okay. A little time in between. Cool, yeah. man. Awesome. Um, yeah, this is this is great. It's this is a really fascinating conversation. I can I can see your your passion. And enthusiasm for wrestling. Is there anything you like to do outside of wrestling? Is there is there time for is is there much or is it like nah? This is watching shows, to go to I don't know, follow sports teams or yeah. So music, um, movies.
1: I mean, it's hard because I a lot of my best wrestling friends are spread across like Wisconsin, so it's hard to hang out. Yeah, um, and especially with them being in season, uh, stuff like that. That's it's pretty difficult, but. Um, I actually am long distance with my girlfriend too. So I don't really get to see her all the time. And so it's, it's usually shows shows are like getting stuff done. Um, meaning like getting the training done scheduled or, um, like getting, uh, talking to people about training opportunities in the future or competition, stuff like that, just getting things set up. And then if I like really want to chill, I'll probably like Watch a show or something. I've I've been watching Rick and Morty lately, okay. which is it's all right. But um, I really like Outer Banks, and that's coming out soon. I don't know if you know what that is, but I've heard of that's it. That's what
0: no, I... Not 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 keen on the Outer Banks. Cool. Uh, I I got one more thing. A little game we like to play at the end of the shows. Um, it's called Wins and Whoopins. Right. So if you okay. can think back to like any match, well, looking for one win and one loss that stand out as memorable, and the win one of your best wins or the one that just felt good for whatever reason, right? Um, or that you just remember it was wild match or something. And then one, like, just, you just got beat up so bad and you wish nobody would ever, you wish you could forget about it, but you can't, you know, everybody's taken an ass whooping before. Um, so looking for one win that stands out and one just like beaten you took.
1: Okay. So um, I'll start with the bad one. So one that I really don't like that I lost was, um it wasn't like i got just like my butt whooped but it was like a like a loss that was like way more than that felt like a loss and that was probably when i lost to ferrari uh last year at super 32 um that one was really tough i think that was to maybe like get in contention for the the like third or fifth or something like that it was some backside um match and that one was really like kind of tough that was one of those switches like when i came back home that i was like i need to be come obsessed with this so that was a really big loss uh loss that really drove me there and then a win um probably the one in the semis uh i wrestled an armenian in the semis at the world championships and that one was like really fun i had james there james green uh-huh. and then i had my james dad awesome. there and then my mom was in the stands. and just like i had gone like i said a year earlier not placing at fargo and then getting into the world finals was like so unbelievably unreal like it was it was sweet but that was probably my my favorite win
0: cool and i i got a feeling you have memories of that match and I'm, are you the kind of guy who remembers all the details of a match i feel like you are but maybe not. a little I'm bit, gonna...
1: a little bit. Sometimes I forget like what I hit exactly, but yeah, I'm I remember a lot of it.
0: What do you remember about that semifinal match? It's the Armenian. Um,
1: biggest one is I remember how hard the hand fight is. And those those Armenians, I've wrestled two now. They they come to like go hard in the hand fight. And um, and I like the hand fight too. So like I remember like coming off and my like eyes, my sister said that on the camera my eyes looked like they are all like uh black and then my ears were like torn up and it was like that i remember like during the match like i'm gonna like break this guy with my hand fight and like it ended up working and then probably um the biggest one was uh like there was this one sequence where i down blocked Gobi, like a sweet like step real um shot like stepped right along his body to grab his leg and then chased him down and then just like being able to look at like green and my dad and like how like they kind of get pumped too and it's like i live for those moments when it's like really like high stakes and like everybody's pumped it's i, I love it
0: that's that, that man that that gives me goosebumps almost uh to, to that hand fight right it's really interesting to hear you describe the, the way that guy was hand fighting and how beat up you were but then you're like oh but i broke him with my hand fighting like, oh wow! Like, how do you? When do you feel it? And you're like, oh, this guy's gonna break. I just gotta keep at it, and like, he finally is broken. Can you feel those moments, or is it just I just keep going, and then finally he wears down.
1: Um, it, it's gotta be. I, I think it's gotta be a mix of shooting and hand fighting. Um, I think that's what really and like the, those shots and the scrambles. It just adds up, and they just poof. It just melts them, and um the, i mean everybody's different right everybody's different at the point that they snap and so um there's there but there is a point that you can feel that it's like when you lay your hand on them again that it's like there's nothing left in their body and it's just kind of like then it's like okay now this is really the time to like pour it on them
0: but that's a great feeling oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome man uh awesome well yeah this has been great we'll, we'll kind of leave it at that but i do, I do want to give you the final word to, uh i know we've gone around the world twice and talked about lots of things but you know final word to just kind of say anything that you might want to say
1: yeah well thank you for having me on here it was great and i i was excited to come on here and talk about wrestling i i love it obviously yeah, um but yeah um i'm excited for uh this upcoming um, this upcoming season here. And uh, it's crazy opportunities at the OTC and uh, various RTCs and and getting to check out new places. And I get this is this do over that I'm very uh, excited to have. And um, I think maybe the last little thing is just be be ready. I'm anybody, anybody at 74, be ready, because I'm, I'm every day. Is is a new chance and multiple times a day to get better, and uh, I take them every single time. So be be ready.
0: I love it, man. Uh, Mitchell, it's been an absolute uh, blast talking with you today. I yeah, uh, hope you. you hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and, and we're excited to watch the rest of your career unfold, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Have, Have a good, a good day.
0: Thanks you too. Bye bye. All right, folks, and obsessed and driven and and very motivated, uh, Mitchell Messenbrink. He said, "Watch out." Uh, I can't wait to see what happens he's clearly obsessed and a lot of fun to talk to and we wish him well we will see you guys next time thanks so much for tuning in bye bye